It's better to keep your mouth shut and let people think you're an idiot than to open it and leave no doubt. You know, I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. What a beautiful woman. Wow. He's, AJ's doing Whoa. some things right down So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with Pop. Welcome to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're back. back. Sam Ellinger would be proud of how we started off this podcast. Um, this is a three-man rush, and we welcome you back. It's been a little minute. Um, we all took a little bit of a sabbatical. You know, it's it's college football ended, so we had to take a little refresher, and we're back. We're back at it. This is it, our, it was our offseason. It was our offseason. It was our offseason. But let me tell you, we've got some big things planned for the spring. Yeah. We got some – there may be a there may be a fun little 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 trip coming up, but hey, yeah. who knows? We, we might we might do a spring training yet. of our own. We might do a little spring training of our own, and I, I think it would be important for us to to not let you know to let our listeners know that like when we do this little spring training event here, we got planned. We're not taking it lightly. We're gonna get after it. You know these these college students, these college athletes are gonna get after it in the spring. They're gonna be lifting. They're gonna be doing two a days, all that kind of stuff. We're gonna be doing that too, just for our listeners. That's how much we care about you guys. But um, we did we did have a nice sabbatical. How was your guys' sabbatical from the pod? Yeah, we just watched watched some TV shows, watched movies. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. It's been a nice what month of me, a good month, doing, yeah. me doing nothing but playing Xbox and just chilling. So watching, I, uh, watch my teams crumble. Oh yeah. Watching, watching my team dissolve into a baby child. I'm telling you right now. Yesterday, like yesterday was the worst OU basketball game I've watched since the Final Four in 2016. You got to play TCU last night, is that right? We got, we got on, fucking man. dicked. Yeah, we got to get into some college basketball, man, because I've been betting a lot on college basketball. I will say, like, last night, Oklahoma State played on Longhorn Network, and I'll just tell you this much. If you play for Texas and you're on Longhorn Network, you're LeBron. You're the best player that's ever played basketball. Like, like Dylan DeSue. I mean, it just a, a backup power forward had eight points. And you would have thought this motherfucker set the world on fire. I mean, just insane how much boner they have for the Longhorns. And I mean, it's, it's honestly, I kind of respect it how much commitment they have to like just sucking the soul out of the Texas Longhorns. It's incredible. You know, you know who I really don't like on that team because he's. He he has the nastiest pump fake I've ever seen in my entire life, though. Is that Sir Jabari Rice? Yeah, no, he does have he's, a great pump fake. He's good though. You I need a great pump fake. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, it might be the best in basketball history, including NBA. Wait, so here's here's my my question to the Longhorn Network situation: Is that still going to be a thing in the SEC? There's no, no there's no way. There's the no SEC way. won't let that happen. The SEC ha- they have their own network, so they'll just become well, part of the SEC well, network. And, and the SEC is not dumb, stupid. I'm yeah. I'm about fucking tired of scrolling through cable at my parents' house 
and I see the fucking Longhorn Network on, Ooh. and it's some irrelevant game from the 70s when they, like, had their time, I guess. Well, like, they're just power. They're power hungry. And ever since the Longhorn Network became a thing, their football team has turned into shit. So how about that? My thing is, man, the Longhorn Network has lost ESPN millions of dollars. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it is costing ESPN money. And I don't understand why we have to continue to do it. Like, if you made a, a, a network of – Alabama, do you think it would do well? Because I don't think it would do well. I just don't mm-hmm. think it's a good premise. Like, you know what? Notre Dame you know, is the you... only school that can do that. They're the only ones. You know what? ESPN needs to invest money into what's that? The, th- the three man rush network. That's a fact, oh. man. I'm telling you, we would, I, our charts would go, go nuts. We would, we'd, we'd have our own network. We would sell, we'd sell TV, you know. Should I, should I pull like a Stephen A. Smith and be a, a Jake R. Bilger, like add my middle my middle initial to my name when I get on the SPN. Um, yeah. um, yeah. W Beard. I'm gonna make yeah. my name so hard to say in one Drew second. Drew M. Garrett. Yeah. No, that's that's what he that, that was a good move, man. On, on his part, that was a great move. He sounds so professional now. Stephen A. Smith. If you just said Stephen Smith, there, like there's a million Stephen Smiths, but there's only one Stephen A. You know what I mean? I, I think I think I hate Stephen A. He has made a career out of bashing the Dallas Cowboys. That's, that's a that's a perfect segue, Tommy. Let's talk a, about these. Let's talk about these boys. And but hold the on, thing hold is, on, hold on, hold on. What the dog fuck has Stephen A. <laughs> Smith ever done besides wore a cowboy hat, smoked a cigar? Oh, the cowboy! Shut the fuck up. I'm about fucking tired of Stephen. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen him? Uh, you seen a spitting game with that Latina, that Latina reporter? I, I don't care what he does. I'm gonna be honest. I hate him. I just that video though. No, it, I, I hate to be that guy, Tom. You you hate him because he's right about the Cowboys. <laughs> okay, but the thing is, like, yeah, he is. But I like he doesn't have to say it as much as he does. He it's goes fair. out of his way, Jake. Every time he could be talking about the fucking NBA and bring up the Cowboys, like that is his that is his one crutch of anything. It's just if he doesn't have something to say, he's bashing the Cowboys. I mean, it works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ESPN struck like, a goldmine, though, getting a personality like Stephen A., who just screams everybody, and Michael Irvin, who's insane, to go at each other. Oh, yeah. That's a good well, that's a good combo. Well, but the thing we're, we're missing out on is they used to have Skip Bayless on with him, which is oh. probably a big reason why he hates the Cowboys. Like, that that was a big reason why that, is that argument started in the first place. But like you said, Michael Irvin, like Skip Bayless is 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 Skip Bayless crazier than than Michael Irvin? Like his God, takes, his takes might be. I think I hate I think I hate uh, uh, Skip Bayless even more than Stephen A. And he's a Cowboys and OU fan, Wait. and I still hate him. You know, Shannon Sharp has a lot of energy too. Oh, I love Shannon. <laughs> That's another thing we could talk about. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, there there was some things that, that went down here let's let's get some nfl though boys oh yeah let's, let's talk let's nfl get... first but i do want to come back to shannon sharp because he is nfl yeah. or is well, he a, hey, or no, is he a pedestrian i know he's just he's just normal or pedestrian. is he a pedestrian <laughs> what a yeah, normal pedestrian what a funny word to use for a pedestrian is he crossing the road Bro, like what are we talking like, about that was like one favor. of the like you know you know in uh iron chef all the or what's the one with oh hell's kitchen that's hell's it. kitchen yeah yeah Hell's Kitchen. That was like Dylan Brooks was one of the contestants telling telling Gordon Ramsay he didn't know how to cook. I mean, I mean, kind of, yeah, yeah, definitely. It was like it was like it was very bold of him to say. But I also Shannon's a top five tight end of all time. Top five, yeah, top five. Yeah. Who else? Listen, listen. 
Sorry, yeah, you got Gronk, say, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey number one. Gronk, nope. Kelsey, Gronk, Kelsey Tony, Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Antonio, Sharp. Antonio Gates. I'll take Shannon Sharp over Antonio. Shannon Sharp over Antonio. Antonio played until he's nine thousand years old. I don't know. Kittle, Kittle was pretty is pretty damn good. And I, I wouldn't say that he's above those guys, but like Kittle is. By the end of Kittle's career, I, I the thing we don't Kittle, realize about Kittle, Kittle blocks like a fucking yeah, left tackle. Yeah, he blocks every single play. He blocks more than he runs routes. If he, when if he does he really run route, he's still good. If you really want to, you can throw Dawson Knox in there. <laughs> you, really, you really want to. Hey, you you know who you really want to throw in there is the second coming of Jason Witten, Dalton Schultz. Hey, Jason Witten, Jason Witten, Jason Witten has an he argument is. though. Jason Witten, he's not top uh, yeah, five, yeah. but he has argument. I take uh, yeah, Shannon Sharp I, over. I think he sits on. I think he sits number six behind. Antonio he sits, Gates. yeah, six or seven. Antonio Gates is one of those ones, man. Like if he played it somewhere else other than the Chargers, probably top five, and we would it's all just, agree. It. Shannon Sharp's got the reins to back it up as well. Right. Yeah, he's three. That's no, no doubt, no doubt. Well, let's talk. Let's talk Cowboys though. What, what, what went wrong, Tommy? Um, I mean, I you have you have one play to sum up the entire fucking game, and that's that last bullshit play. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott is snapping the ball. I mean, dude, I I don't fucking get how hard it is to call a fucking hail mary. I don't I don't understand it. Call a fucking hook and ladder across the middle and pitch it. How hard fucking is it, dude? I mean, Zeke snapping the ball. What are we doing? What are we? <laughs> doing the best part I mean, was is, the best part was, bro, it was it was a good snap but but he got fucking leveled like bro, leveled. And, and you know what makes me even more sad it makes zeke look like this horrible blocker zeke is maybe the best pass yeah. blocking running back in the league and he's i mean he's yeah. set up at center and just gets just gets murdered and then dude can i can i, I have a gripe about the former usfl mvp Kevontae Turpin. Yeah. What are you going to grab about him? I mean, just, I mean, that motherfucker about scored 21 points himself if he just turned one bro, other just, direction than the just way take he was. Listen, just literally bounce outside, and he's gone. I, dude, I mean, he had a kick return. For oh, we're talking about the kick return before, when it was he like ran 19. into Robbie Gold. What are you doing? Yeah, oh, just if he just – MVP if my ass. I think he might have been – which, which, which – I mean, if he would have bounced outside right or if he went left, I think he scored that way. And he went mill, like. But he went. Why? He said, "You know, I'm gonna take him out." He's trying to use that speed, man. He's I get it. He hasn't, but dude. And then no, the, he was trying to use the speed, but he used it against. He decided he's gonna be a power a power back instead. Like, you know, hey, I, I I hear I hear what y'all are saying about the Cowboys, but man, I feel like we're I feel like we're doing we're not doing our due diligence if we're not just like like that game is on deck, man. Like, no, oh oh oh, trust me, I. I, Jake, I haven't even like. Let's just, like, like, let's just talk about hey, that motherfucker tried to throw seven interceptions. He literally okay. tried to. I will say, Tony Pollard getting hurt lost us the game. Mm. That's what lost us the game. Before. Jake, Tony Pollard is the single most important factor in that offense, and he has been since week three. Maybe, but, but but like that, that, that he went out like the third quarter, right? Like your second or third quarter. I know. Yeah. But the thing is, it was tied at that point where we were down by seven. Yeah. We were driving like we were going to, we, I mean, I don't know if we were going to, but we could have gone and scored, but then he, I mean, he had surgery yesterday. So. Yeah. I don't, uh, I, my friend Devin was talking about this. Like why, why in the, the announcers and everybody kept saying, uh, it's like a spring it's a legacy game for Dak. Like, no, you, you haven't even gotten the fucking, nfc championship game how can you have a legacy if you haven't won like no no no. i was talking about like like pollard like they were like oh it's a it's a sprained ankle like no dude he obviously broke his fibula. It was, like, yeah, <laughs> like his, his ankle turned 180 degrees yeah, like yeah. i don't know 
I knew he was out whenever it happened. It, yeah, yeah. It really, it's unfortunate, man. I mean, it is. there's just sometimes in life that I feel like as Cowboys fans, you just, you don't deserve to be happy. Um, And that's well, because of our bitch fan base and we all suffer through it. Well, that's my thing about that. Like, I get what you're saying, but like, I feel like the thing that's like the most depressing of all of it maybe is like, but I didn't feel like the 49ers played very well. Like, I feel like that was one of their oh, no. not so great games. Like, and I don't know. I didn't feel like Brock Purdy played bad. The offense was fine, but it wasn't special, you know. And, no, and that, also, was a, that was a that was a winnable game, is what I'm saying. Like that was a it, winnable. It is. Game. It is that game is a hundred percent on Dak Prescott. Don't get me wrong. I'm finding every excuse not to blame him because I'm trying to make it sense in my head why we're still paying him fifty million dollars. You know, fucking. You know what else is a game changer? That was Trayvon Diggs dropped interception on the goal That's line. True. That's true. Nobody's oh. talked about that, huh? Was that a tip ball? I feel like it was tipped. It was tipped. Tip ball, but hit him right in his it. chest. Yeah, it was kind of hot. I mean, I I have never been, like, more, like, I remember looking at everyone in the room after the game, like, especially, I looked right at Tyler Gillette in the eyes, and I said, what did I, what did I do to deserve this? This is two years in a row of just, like, maybe the worst game calling I have ever heard, I ever seen in a football game in my life. Like, horrible. And I don't know if it's Mike McCarthy, I don't know what the hell it is. I think Kellen Moore's a little... I don't know if he's it. I'll say it. Give him the head coaching job. He won't work. I promise. Cool. I, I think he's got. I think he's got a lot of Frank Reich in him, man. You like, know. Like, you uh, know. You know the most important part of the Dallas Cowboys this year that I will say that I Dan, know for Dan fact, Quinn, man. Dan Quinn, Amen. Yes. Dan Quinn D, is the best defensive coach in football. Yeah, that D line. Because you got to think, not so long ago. AKA three years ago, the Cowboys defense was was garbage. Awful. Yeah. And granted, we didn't have You didn't have Mike or Trayvon Diggs. But still, it was bottom of the league. And now yeah. we are questionably the number one defense, number one or number two in my eyes. Well, but, I think San Francisco showed you they're the number one, but you y'all are definitely yeah, top five for sure. Yeah, that's the issue. You know, it's probably it's probably I mean it's it's more than a long shot. But since with how much money you have tied in the deck. I would uh, would you go crazy and pay two quarterbacks like the maximum amount and try your best to go get Lamar Jackson? I think they gotta get rid of they gotta get rid of Dak's contract then. Though. I think you, I think you, if if listen, if I was in control of the Dallas Cowboys, you would see a trade from Dak Prescott to the Jets real quick for Garrett Wilson and probably a first. What if you were to like just? That's, I don't know, but would the Jets do that? Though that's crazy. That's what, what, if, you, what, what if, if you were to get the, the quarterbacks on the market this offseason are gonna be pretty damn good. That's yeah, that's the thing that would be the Dak. only thing. If it's Madden, I'm doing that. Yeah, what if you're given? What if you you think the Ravens would accept like Dak, a first and a third for Lamar? Well, the uh, thing is, is they don't have they don't have Lamar. He's not yeah, like he's not there. Lamar anymore. He's gonna be a free agent. No, he doesn't. Have, they don't have the rights to to him anymore. I know it sounds bad. What do you think? What do you think Lamar's gonna? What do you think he's gonna end up? You think he's gonna stay a Raven? I don't know, man. I'd love, I'd love to see him somewhere else. I'm not gonna lie. I think I can see a lot of stuff about the Jets, maybe. Okay, have y'all seen the stuff about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets? That's what Brett. That's what Brett Favre did, man. As as his first team, you know, after the Packers was the Jets. I think that's the main reason why it's like being thought of. Of like, he's just trying to one up everything Brett Favre did. But um, I don't know. Uh, I would prefer Aaron Rodgers to leave the NFC. Um, but. What if he went to like the Raiders? Because dude, if you if you well, I was going to talk about that. Trade... What about what about Dak to the Raiders though? I think that's a good trade for both time. Both oh, teams. Derek Carr, 
Derek Carr. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. So you get Derek Carr on the Cowboys and you and you swap for Dak. Now I, honestly, I'm many, not gonna lie. I'm telling you right now, I don't Derek see Carr, a difference between I don't see a difference between Derek Carr and Dak Prescott. I think might there's be not better. a large difference, but I think it'd be good for both players. You know what I mean? I think it might be better. Because I mean uh, Derek Carr, think, Derek Carr think, is underrated, bro. I'm telling you, he's been on he's, a bad he's a goal, franchise. Yeah, I agree, 100. A bad um, franchise. But didn't aren't they going to cut him this year? Why don't we just they, sign? They, we could well, sign Derek Carr and then trade Dak away. I dude, Dak is not going to win a ever anything ever. Sorry, hey, that's kind of what I'm at. That's where I mean, you're I giving him I, every chance, man. You're giving him every chance. So yeah. What else can you do? Oh, Raiders, I think I think Tom Brady's going to be a Raider. That's my guess where he's going to end up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be. Yeah. What do you think about San Fran though? If he goes to San Fran, they let well, Brock Purdy sit another year and learn after him. I mean, that's, I don't I, think he needs. I think Brock Purdy solidified though. himself as a starter. Yeah. Dude, Oof, hey, that's, I, that's a bold. Hey, that's a bold move. But I guess they have Trey Lance too. So like, it's listen worth to it. me. Listen to me, boys. I I I've thought about this for a while. I was incorrect in my. Um, yeah, me and Jake. Me and me and Drew were on that Brock. We were on that Brock, Brock Purdy is a top fifteen quarterback. Hey, I had to see it, and he has proven it. I just had to see it happen, and it did. The Purdy like, party, I, man. I just needed to see it. He's got a hell of a I name for a quarterback it. too, which is awesome. Like Brock Purdy, just so many, you know, so many things like different words you could put in that name, like so good, so good. Bro, if you would have told me Brock Purdy would be possibly playing for a Super Bowl soon, like at the beginning I of this year, I'd, I I'd tell you to go. I tell you, go get your brain checked. You know, I've decided. I'm fully convinced the Bengals are the best team in the league. We'll see. We'll see, man. I, like the, my thing about the Bengals is, is like if you put that game and I, I we're, we're getting to the Bills now, Drew, because like I do think there is a there is a world where if you play that game in a different climate, a different like where where there's more of a pass rush, like availability to the Bills, like obviously Von Miller's out, but also it's a, kind of like an ice rink, like it's it's not like really stable. Yeah, you're not uh, it's you're turf. It's turf. Around. I'm telling you, every NFL player will say we want to play on grass. Every everyone yeah. heard on turf. And, and so, like this this thing about like the 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 Bengals offensive line being able to hold up, I'm not sure that that's going to happen when they're when they're playing the, the Chiefs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it as well. I think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. We're on the same page, brother. We're on the same I, page. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow is fucking awesome. Well, Drew just told me an interesting fact that he is. Currently, on Dude, it, I also have I don't, the highest passing completion yeah, ever. You can fact check me, but does he not already have the most of the highest completion percentage ever? For like I think, his start I think of his he, career? If, if he were to retire right now, yes. That's but, what I'm but, but that doesn't I guess mean crazy. it's the highest ever. But I will I will say this, though. It, it, people always say, like, um, you know, sports or football, whatever sport it is, it's like 90% mental, 10% physical, which I think is kind of some bullshit because, like, I mean, shit. Giannis is seven foot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't always apply. But in this case, like if you were to take a 90% mental, 10% physical, like that fits Joe Burrow. Like he is the best at understanding the game, getting the ball out, getting it on time. And he has just enough escapability to be that well, damn good. You know he's, I, mean? I think well, he's the he's closest Porto. thing to Tom Brady we're going to have for a while. He's, I mean, he's, against he's definitely going to be this Patrick generation. Mahomes and Josh Allen in his career. Yeah. He's already 4-0 against Mahomes and Allen in his career. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I would be, I might be wrong about this. I think like maybe one of those games is at home. Like, mo- like in, the, in the playoffs, they've all been on the road. Every one of them, I th- except for the one against the the Raiders and the, the the Ravens. I think I think the Bengals have to. They're my favorite to win. I think they're going to win. I think if they if they we'll see. I mean, I I think we all want the Bengals to win. But if the Bengals oh, do no, win, Eagles. I think we have to start really thinking about like 
the quarterback rankings in the AFC because I mean, I think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the league. No, no, no. I know, especially in the league, but I'm just saying in the AFC because they always talk about Mahomes and Josh Allen. That's all we ever hear about. We don't hear about Joe Burrow as much. And we are now, though. I know we are now. Top three quarterbacks, but it fucking took him. Took him what two years to really people start like caring that he's awesome. Yeah, the top the top three quarterbacks in the league are all in the AFC. All in the AFC. Uh, see, I disagree with that, man. And then number four is Jalen Hurts. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm telling Herbert. you, I'm telling you, Hurts. But also, like, they're like, uh, I don't know. I, I it's tough for me to say that Josh Allen right now is a top three quarterback. Like, it's just tough. It's just tough. I, I, I would, I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I because it becomes the same thing as the Daniel Jones situation. Is he's yeah, he's playing well here, and he's okay. Granted, he's better than Daniel Jones. Just yeah, get that out of the way. Yeah, I was um, gonna say. but he's turning the ball over like Daniel Jones was. He only had sixteen turnovers, uh, and plus fumbles. Yeah, that's including. He had, fumbles. He had sixteen. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I was gonna say though, like uh, my thing about Josh Allen is, uh, and I've heard that he might have been injured this this like postseason, which is like you know, kudos to him for playing. He, all he, I'm telling you right now, ever since his, he injured his elbow against the Jets, he was not the same after that. That's probably like, what it is. But like we talk about him in the same realm as Mahomes, and 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 I just don't think that's even. Cl- I don't think he's close. To I think he, not right I, now. I, I'm telling you, I think he, I'm. I'm just telling you right now. When you, I think I also think it's all play calling. When you rely on someone to be Superman all year, that's fair. Well, that out. That's fair. Well, yeah, that's that's. I agree with that because especially I saw um, our entire offense was Josh Allen. Yeah. Well, what's the guy who went to? Uh, the Giants from the Bills, Isaiah Hodgins. Yeah, Don't dude. You mean, you mean turned... from the Bills to the Giants? Yeah, Bills to the Giants. Sorry, uh, the coach. I know one of the coaches went oh, there. It might Brian, be Dayball. Brian, Dayball. Brian Dayball. Yeah, Brian Dayball. Yeah, yeah, Brian Dayball. Um, he uh, I mean, he turned Brock or not fucking Brock Purdy, uh, Daniel Jones into a guy who barely turns the ball over, which is yeah, that's a good point. Incredible, and and that too was coaching Josh Allen the year before. Yeah. It just, I think coaching, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of intrigue. I, I just want, we can't, I just don't think we can decide with Josh Allen yet. He's what plays. It's going to be an interesting off season for sure. Because like, you look at their roster, like they can't run the ball. Like they can't, like, we, you watch this. We need an O-line, we need an O-line badly. Quisenberry, yes. he needs to be taken out of the shed, back in the shed. Saffold, shed. Spencer Brown, shed. Spencer Brown. Deion Dawkins, Deion Dawkins is good. Yeah, he's all right. But even Deion Dawkins was giving up a sack. Yeah, you know, in a play. Yeah. almost caused up a fumble. Yeah. If that if that ball wasn't wasn't going forward, saying, right? Our offensive line is so piss poor. It's horrible. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, I, I I was I used to shit on our, our the Eagles GM Howie Roseman for the longest time. I was like, he's bad. I mean, we let we let we picked Jalen Rager over um, Justin Jefferson. We picked you know JJR Sega Whiteside over over DK Metcalf. But I'll tell you what, man, we got the best offensive line in the league. Like I got no no like no ifs ands or buts. Like you don't have to worry about that. Like. And and so and he keeps drafting big ass dudes in the first round, defensive line, offensive line, every year. In the first that's round. That's how like, the Cowboys got. That's how the Cowboys always had those huge offensive lines that allowed us to rush for two thousand yards every fucking yeah. year by randoms. Because I mean, yeah. all of we literally at one point, all of our uh, O line were all first round draft picks, and yeah. four of them made a Pro Bowl in three straight years. But like even the even the guys that were like, I mean, our left tackle Jordan Mailata is really good. He's sixth round. You know, Jason Kelsey mm-hmm. is going to be the probably the best center of all time. And he's six round. So like you just nailing those draft picks that are on the offensive line and in the interior are so important. But like, 
I mean, that's 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 the thing, man. Like, anytime I I feel like, oh, we we, we may not win this game. I just think that we could run hey, for three hundred yards against anybody. Like, that's the thing. We could run for three hundred yards. The greatest center of all time, aka Colts legend Jeff Saturday. I mean, I'm telling you, man, Kelsey is a better run blocker, like easily, like easily. Now, Saturday Saturday has the, the championship, but so does Kelsey. Like, I mean, no, we're no, talking no, we're talking no. about we're talking about centers now, but like. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think Kelsey's definitely one or two, um, for sure. No, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I don't know. Also, let's talk. Let's Travis, talk more about Travis, these bills. Let's hey, talk more Jay, about hey, these bills. One second. One more center. <laughs> one more center thing. Don't you dare disrespect Travis Frederick like that ever. Again. Good, good player. Good player. But he's he didn't not play. Top two. He, he, he Pro didn't play more than six years. Yeah, he didn't play very long. Don't care. Pro bowler. Good player. I'm not saying he's not nope. a bad one. He's a Go. good player. Well, let's talk more about these bills, Drew. So, like, I mean, you 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 said earlier you think maybe some play calling was the issue, but like, I think oh, Ken Dorsey is garbage. Okay, but we but I I I don't think Ken Dorsey's amazing, but I will say we like everybody talks about Leslie Frazier, and he's ob- obviously good, obviously garbage. good at his job. But like the defense, garbage. the defense was not good. Like it okay, was Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier is garbage. I don't care if you don't have that much faith in your DBs. I mean. When you're getting picked apart all game from sitting in zone the entire time, fucking put those DBs closer to the, the fucking receivers. I don't care if you Dude, get burned was, a couple that times. Was wild. That was really wild watching uh watching the Bills players playing 15 yards off the Bengals guys. It was guys third and eight. With third and eight. That the... was so funny, dude. Uh, I'm telling you right now, we need to clean house, keep McDermott, get new get new coordinators, get another get another receiver. Get off the line. Well, how much of be... that blame lies on Sean McDermott, though? I mean, he's the guy running the shit. Yeah. Well, he's not the one calling defense or offense. Yeah, but I mean, the head coach gets to determine who is, and I feel like oh, they haven't they have a choice to override a lot of shit. Listen, too. I love I love a good deep ball. When your entire offense is fucking deep balls, it kind of pisses you off. No, that's that was my part. That was my part. So I want to I want to talk about this. Like, you you play a home game in the snow in Buffalo, and I. For whatever your reason, one, your one weakness is running the ball. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. For whatever reason, the entire history of the Bills being good, even when they had Jim Kelly and all those guys, they were a up tempo, shotgun, big play offense, and that doesn't fit the weather. It just doesn't. Like you get to those big games at home, like how, how like at some point, like you got to change your philosophy to me. Like that's just well, a perfect. Flaw. Like that's like that's, like that's like that's like Iowa or Wisconsin being like we're we're spreading it out like. The perfect example is the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, they pretty much dominated from short passing and, I mean, big chunk plays here and there, obviously, but so does every play. But, like, mainly, I mean, they're running the ball. Well, before Gronk, Tom, before they had Gronk, I mean, it was all short passes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know know it's not sustainable, but I fully believe if you just give Josh Allen the ball every play, he just runs it every play, I think we we might go undefeated. That motherfucker is impossible to tackle. Yeah, it's just that he has to be so good every play that, like, by the tenth or eleventh game, it's just, it's just tough. Like, I don't know. You know, you need offensive line. You need. We need another. I want. You need someone to be able to take the pressure off his shoulders, and that is a really good running back. Well, we can't. When when we did run the ball, we I think we led the league in yards per carry for how how little we ran. It's probably inflated because of how much Josh Allen runs. Yeah. But I'm saying right now. But I feel like they they went out and got a new running back. Like it's not the running back; it's the, yeah, the James took line. It's good. 
Well, and and Singletary's fine. Like they have fine running backs. It's just the it's no, our running backs are fine. We need offensive line. Yes, we need yes. offensive line badly. Well, they traded Zach want... Moss. Like it wasn't it wasn't the running back. It was it was always the yeah. The line. I want uh, I want us to trade for Devontae Adams real bad. <laughs> have, a, have a digs and Dude, Adams deal. I would want like. But like that's if what I'm saying. Gonna... But, but, but Drew, when it gets to the time where you're playing at home playoff game and it's snowing like that, do you really want Devonte Adams or do you really want fucking Quentin Nelson? You know what I'm saying? Like you'd well, rather have like a really we, good. Why can't interior. we have? Why can't we have both? Spend yeah. all your draft, every single draft, every single person in the draft this year. Take a O lineman, sign one, and then trade for Devonte Adams. I mean, uh, Drew, I think you're also forgetting that you got to pay your team. And well, y'all, we are. Y'all we already are. have paid our. We already have paid our team. Well, I'm just saying, oh, yeah. I don't know how much you we can our, add on to how much you've already paid. I mean, we already, we've already got our best two players locked up for their – basically their – No, I, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying – And Von Miller, like, too, if he can I don't, yeah, I don't know if y'all Miller. can add another big piece on well, we, top we of what y'all already have. Because we're just, we're probably going to let Tremaine Edmonds walk this offseason. That frees up cap space. How much is how, – how big is his contract? Mm, he's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, he's going to make a lot of money, but he's not uh, – yeah, he, will, he will not be a bill, yeah. and I'm fine with that because he's a – Hit or miss. Yeah. Well, I, that's why I, I think it, I think it's a defensive defensive backs, man. Like you got two safeties that are going to demand a lot of money, and then you got Tre'Davious White, like who I don't know, man. Like Jordan Jordan Poyer's gone. Yeah. Well, one of the two is obviously gone, and then Tre'Davious White, man. I don't. I'm I'm not I sure mean, he, he was healthy, but like I don't. We haven't seen enough of him yet. Back to. I mean, I I don't think he's 100 percent healthy, dude. He he did not look like the old. No, no, and that—that's a huge problem for him. Yeah, we got—he was getting routed by Trenton Irwin. I don't even know who fucking Trenton Irwin is. We got—we got good young DBs that we can probably let those guys walk. That also might be a plus because maybe he just sucks for a couple years and then you sign him to a shit contract and then he gets awesome. Well, he's back. I'm not too worried about the defensive backs when you're starting your when you're when you're playing your fifth string safety. In the second half of the game, because everybody, everybody that plays that position gets hurt. It's kind of you hard. know what I'm real nervous of. What when the Cowboys have to re-sign Micah Parsons? This would be a massive deal, bro. Well, and then because we're gonna be paying fucking him a billion dollars, and then on top of whatever Dak is making, and CD, and yeah, it's just gonna be an well, expensive the, year. The thing is, we're gonna have to go away is, from Dak. I'm sorry. We have our best Unless two. Contract. We have you need, our best you need a quarterback two. on a rookie deal, man. Right That's now, how you win. Mm-hmm. We got our we got our best two players on offense locked up, and our best two players on defense locked up. Just get Stephon the offense line. Didn't look too happy after that game. Yeah, well, he's has like a six year contract, so he's kind of stuck if he wants to bitch and moan about it. I mean, he could Antonio Brown, yeah. I don't think he do that. He's he's not leaving. I don't think. But yeah, like, he's the, not, he's not. he'll be back. It, but but I mean, man, like it's just. I don't know. Before this season, before this season, if you would have said they were losing in the divisional round at home, I think that probably would have been a disappointment. Oh, one hundred percent. The Super Bowl year. No, yeah. trust me, I was I was pissed. But I'm telling you, all it takes is if we get off its line, we'll be better. Yeah, and healthy. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you, a our lot safety, of times, a lot I'm telling of times you, our safety, our safety is a cursed position. And we and, picked and, up a guy for practice. We we picked up a guy for practice squad, and he even got hurt. Well, and then you saw the two safeties just ran right into each other. That way, yeah. I <laughs> I was texting Tyler whenever that happened, and Tyler said Drew turned the game off right after that happened. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, 
I dude, you know what I saw on Twitter not too long ago? I, I mean, it's on Twitter, so I don't know if it's totally true, but it said like eighty percent of all winning quarterbacks, and I think the twenty percent is probably Tom Brady. Um, but like eighty percent of quarterbacks that have won the Super Bowl were on their rookie deals. Whenever well, they won it. Okay. 80%? I don't know if it's 80%, but it was a higher number than you – but it's on Twitter as well. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. But still, I thought it was interesting because it makes sense. You're not paying someone – like, and granted, like, obviously people weren't getting paid $50 million a year 10 years ago, but still you're paying $30 million for a quarterback, $20 million. That's a lot of money in the NFL. I want to say it was Ben Roethlisberger that signed, like, the first – Oh, the massive, big, massive yeah. quarterback deal. I don't want to say he was the first 100 million, but I could be wrong. No, but 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 now you see like that's the same thing with like Mahomes and our kind of our Mahomes era. is making he's, half a billion dollars. He's making half a billion dollars for fucking yes. playing the sport. Yeah, like I, hey, I'll say this, man. Like even him on like a lot of people are saying this, man. Like I, okay, number one quarterback in the league right now to me probably I, I would probably go with Joe Burrow, but like. It's Mahomes, and then I think Mahomes three, is still so fucking good, dude. Yeah, I, it's Mahomes and Burrow are like one A, one B. But then, but I mean, if you if you have Joe Burrow wins this weekend, like how is he not the best? You know? Yeah. But right, right now, like obviously, mm-hmm. like history, you go with Mahomes, but and but my thing is like Mahomes with one leg is probably a top ten quarterback. <laughs> like <laughs> he probably fucking is. Like Definitely. I I I I don't I don't doubt that honestly. Yeah. He's dude. He- He's cold. Would you, would you rather have Kirk Cousins or Mahomes on one leg? Like, I'm taking Mahomes, uh, Mahomes on, one, on leg. one leg. No, I'm taking Kirk Cousins on a non primetime game. What do you think about Daniel Jones or Kirk on or on uh, Mahomes on one leg? I'll take Mahomes on one leg over everybody besides about Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, somebody like that. I mean, we saw what he did with one leg. He's still fucking dominated, dude. It's incredible. He's it's crazy. That's crazy shit, man. He did what Caleb Williams couldn't. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, let's let's talk let's talk some college football, man. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's not a whole lot of news, man. But um, hey, let I, it, I got some stuff. Um, did y'all see the Ed Reed situation? I'm so I'm so confused on about what happened there. So basically, what happened was Bethune, whatever the school's called, he was yeah. coaching that, had made all these promises, could not. Like they didn't basically meet his standards. Basically, there were like half the buildings in the organization were just covered in trash and shit. No one cleaned it up. Mm. And I don't think he should have done what he did. I think he probably should have gone to the administration first. Um, but I mean, I love Ed Reed with my whole heart, so I can't really, I can't really say too much. But that dude, I, I feel bad for for him. That that sucks. That whole situation. And it's like just, they didn't have scholarships for people and stuff. I don't know. It's weird. It's just wild. Like I, I knew whenever Dion got hired, like it was probably going to be like a trend-setting move. Like we're going to see a lot of like former um, African American athletes go back to HBCUs to kind of like kickstart a head coaching career, or maybe if that's you know maybe they just they they're going to stay there. Um, and I think it's a good. I think it's awesome. But like, it it's it, there's not a lot of Jackson States. Like that's just a fact. Um, like Jackson State is kind of its own entity. Like. It's a it's a not a bad place to they have a big stadium, right? Like they have some facilities that, is, that are already solid. That's a one in a hundred out of for HBCUs, which is horrible. Yeah. Like obviously, like there are there are some good ones, but that's one of the main like big like yeah, like 
it, it just kind of opened my eyes to like these guys like these schools have nothing yeah and if the, and if those schools don't play a miami a florida state like they don't have an income they don't have football yeah yes like i wild like i there's just that whole other side of college football that you just don't don't even really think about. No. And there's like, I mean, and, and and you can even make the case for like going into D1 or D2 and D3 schools. Like it's just oh. Yeah, it's a weird it's situation, a man. And I don't I don't think anybody understands exactly like why he took that job over the other ones, other than the fact that it's in Florida. But like yeah, there were better jobs there than open than that one. Um so it does suck. I think but that's I think the they too. had to have over over promised and then under delivered that big time yeah no i think everybody probably understands that um yeah i don't know man like there's not a lot of too 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 much going on in college football i will say we did have this discussion i think it's a good one to have like uh, we tweeted out the other day would baylor rather have matt rule back or continue to have aranda and i think it's just such a tough like i could see it both ways i, I do see like where you would say hey rules probably happy at nebraska and all that kind of good stuff like he's he's moved on it's not like um but has would baylor like rather have him back other over aranda like i don't know man i I think i'd rather have matt rule you do i just like they both did the same exact thing like literally almost to a t like they took over shitty baylor teams and then made them awesome if you're baylor well if you're if you're a player that's getting recruited to baylor would you rather go to a guy like Dave Rander would go to a guy that's been in the NFL and knows what it's like to be in the NFL. That's fair, but I I and I hear what Tom's saying. Like, um, both both teams made a shitty team bat or better, but like Rule took over and put his own a dumpster there, fire. and he put his own oh, players. And, and, into yeah, there. he took over a dumpster like uh, of, yeah. a, of a, of a but, plane that was nose diving down to the ground. Well, my point is more that like. He completely changed the roster, whereas Aranda probably won with most of Rule's players. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah, whereas that, Rule that Rule point. won with his guys. Like their their roster was so depleted by the time he got there that he had to build it from the ground up. I don't know if I was mm-hmm. Baylor though. I, de- I mean, it's not a bad place to be. Both coaches are probably pretty good. The crappy part is we just didn't get a lot of sample size with Rule at Baylor. Yeah, I mean, he took that NFL job so quick, which sucks because, I mean, I guess we'll see what Nebraska now, but I don't know. I hope it's good. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, we're going to have to do another little uh, Zoom call here because we're poor. Um, but um, that's just life. That's just life. We'll, we'll continue this uh, little little combo on the other side. So it turns out that we're back. I uh, just wanted to continue this little conversation we got going here. So we we previously had talked about Rule or Aranda, if you're Baylor, or if you're really any school, I guess, um, which which one would you take? I do think that there's an argument for both sides. I would lean on the side of Matt Rule, though, like just for success. Too. For stability, probably Aranda. I'd, I'd lean on Rule. So we're all with Rule? I don't yeah. know why. I mean, it's just based off their woods, I guess. But I'm saying Aranda looks like he runs more of like a military camp. Just because he's bald. Yeah. <laughs> it is like that will be more like he'd be more fun to play for. Dude, I'll be honest with you though. Aranda Aranda's bald is like a very, very bald. Like clean. Shiny. It's like it's like he's getting that like 
Like he's getting a shoe shine to the top of his head. It looks like he shines, like rubs oil on the top of his head every morning. You think he moisturizes his baldness? He he, he takes pride to have the shiniest head in America. <laughs> yeah, they can't call him the head coach. You got to call him the shiny head coach. Yeah. Anyways, I'll yeah. tell you what, man. I don't have a whole lot that I'm thinking about in sports right now because college football is over. But I'll tell you what, college basketball officiating has gotten to an all-time low. Yeah, I was about to say, it's it's the worst it's been in a long time, I feel. Every time I watch a game, the, there is a pos- every possession, there's a whistle. Every single possession. Like, without fail. And it's getting to the point where, like, I love college basketball, but I'm going to stop watching, man. Like, it's just, it's just not even entertaining. Like, if I didn't have a, che- a team to cheer for, I don't care. Like, it's tough to watch. Hey, I'm saying right now, if it's a five-point game with under five minutes left in Allen Fieldhouse, you might as well just walk out the arena. You, already you, you might as well. Yeah, it's over. We're not going to win this fucking game. TCU got lucky because they got a big. They got a big still. You know, yeah. referees can't really fuck them. You, if, to win an outfield house, you have to hit 15 threes. 15 threes. And yeah. To win an Allen field house, you have to make a deal with the devil and sell your soul to him. Yeah, you have to make 15 threes. And wow. you got to shoot about 65%. You know how they, you know how they have players that like are, it's a really good season if you shoot 50, 40, 90. Like 50% of them, yeah. you build 40% from three, 90% from the line. Yeah. yeah. I, like you probably have to do that to beat tech or to beat Kansas on the road. Like honestly. The, the only issue is, is you can shoot 90% from three or from the free throw line, but it, it, it would be like four for four. I wonder what the stat the stat is. I'm sure there is one out there. I'm sure it's hard to find though. Is uh how many times What's what's the percentage that Kansas shoots more free throws than its opponents while they're at Allen Fieldhouse? It's got to oh, be ninety five percent of the time. It's got to be insane. That would be a good set. We should start tracking that stat because it is it's nuts. It is nuts. We should we should bring down we should well, bring down Kansas. We the three man rush podcast is going to bring down Kansas Jayhawk basketball. I'm sorry well, for all the folks that are fans. We're bringing it down. I'm yeah. right now, but think about this way: Would you consider thirty one free throws in a game a lot of free throws? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Kansas shot that in one half against us. Oh hey, Jake, God. remember when that one player shot that in high school against us? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that, man. Same. Talk, Same. talk about Mason Harrell. Yeah, oh, we're talking about Mason Harrell. I mean, I, like, I don't like blaming refs and everything, but when a team shoots thirty-one free throws in one fucking half, I mean, that's insane. There's so, a point where Kansas had scored eighteen straight points from the free throw line. No, it, 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 yeah, and 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 how many of those were fouls that that were. Plays that would happen on the other end, but there would be no think thought process of that. Oh, even being no. Like it, it, they'll be going up for like a hook shot, and it, there is a bump. Yeah, somebody gets bumped. But if that happened on the other end, there's no, it's not even, it's not even, there, nobody bats an eye. Oh, you know, it's the whistle. Has to, I mean, I'm sure the crowd has something to do with it. Definitely. But like, it's it's outrageous. And, uh, and how, props how, to how man. the whistle did Pro- it. Props to that to their fan base. Like obviously they're they're always incredibly good, but that that stadium is sick. No, they have the best. They have the coolest atmosphere in all college basketball. I don't think it's really close either. Yeah, yeah you can go with. You could probably put a couple other out there. Duke, I'm and sure. Duke I'm sure Duke. Cameron indoors probably is pretty insane. But I feel like Allen Fieldhouse is just nuts. So now that I'm in Indianapolis, man, I'm thinking like Lexington is pretty far, but it's not like super far. I saw I saw Assembly Hall at IU, and I saw um, Hinkle Fieldhouse at Butler. I feel like Rupp is like a a better atmosphere than those, so we'll see. Probably, but I mean Kentucky's they can they are of how many 
you think John Campari is ever going to be like on the hot seat? Because they haven't been good in a while. They were good last year. They were two seed. They just lost to St. Peter's. Uh, <laughs> they were the two seed last year. They were a two yeah. seed. Yeah, they got oh. peed on by by Doug. Oh, got I, peed, peed on by the Peacocks. I guess, but I feel like I mean, they've missed a lot on a lot of their five stars recently. It feels like Jake, Jason Wallace will be he'll be good if he can get healthy. He'll be fine. Oscar Deshiboy is Shaq. College basketball's version of it, yeah. Yeah. Jake, uh, how's uh old Doug doing at Bryant? Do you know? I have no clue. He slapped no the clue. fuck out of that guy at Syracuse. <laughs> that was so funny. I did he, see I, that. He did. He had a right to slap him back. He got slapped. So oh, yeah. we were talking about officials. I got a question for y'all. It's just it's just kind of a theory I have, and, and, and you can tell me. I'm sure that I'm everyone that I've told this for the most part is like, yeah, it's pretty. That's pretty stupid. But anyways, it's just a theory I have. So say we do away with <laughs> referees. Basically, call out of bounds, um, maybe a block charge, and like jump ball. Like they don't they don't call fouls. And each player on the court gets to call their own fouls. But okay, but hear me out. So doesn't that work during pickup? Pretty, yes. pretty efficient. Yeah, yes, we don't have risk. But Jake, I've also yeah, had but you, you call you scream at me because I called a foul. Okay, true. But but that's gonna <laughs> but that already happens. People Actually, get, over Christmas break, you screamed at me for calling foul. Okay, but but Tom, that already happens in the games. I, you know I get it. So like so like yeah. that's not that's not something that's gonna be. But what's be stopping Patrick Beverly from going up and just calling a foul for himself every time? I hear you, but I'm just saying eventually players will be like, "Hey man, I ain't playing with him." Like he, he no, no, you know, we're not. But playing. he gets but he gets three points every layup. Why wouldn't you play him? Uh, I guess I get that part part of it. It's just like and if you if you should have is getting so bad, man. Like if and, you should have when you, you play pickup. When you play pickup, or I know pickup's obviously not the NBA or college basketball. It's obviously a, a different level. But for the most part, as a, as a basketball player, you know if you got fouled or not. Like you, oh know. yeah, absolutely. And I and know it's different. It's different than football. Like when you see pat when you see like a pass interference, it's a judgment call. So is a foul. Like but like in think... football, there's offsides or like false. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they're trying to do it to get scoring up so fans are more entertained with how yes. like how much scoring there is going on? Yes, because they're basically they're basically making it impossible to play defense. There is impossible. there is no explainable way other than like people are just dramatically better at basketball than they used to be, which just doesn't like feel right to me because I feel like Kobe and Michael Jordan were putting just as much time and everything into basketball that these guys are today. There's no reason that the, like they were scoring that much, and like they weren't scoring that much then compared well, to now. Yeah, just the, because... NBA, the NBA is different than college basketball. I feel like the officiating in the NBA is not so bad. It may, but it it's so me, bad in college, man. Holy, it fuck. makes me mad when. So, I mean, straight up, it's it's straight up ninety five percent of the time, in my opinion. It feels like they're going straight up every I, time. Yeah, I don't feel it's like a foul every fucking time. I feel like the refs favor way too much the driver than the defender. Which, I mean, I get you're supposed to protect them and everything, but I feel like if there is a minor amount of contact to that guy who's driving the ball, it's a foul every single yeah. time. Every yeah. single time. And that's just not how basketball should play. You need to drive hard to the rim, take some contact. Hey, you know, get a little well, late. I can't, st- I can't stand it. And Trey Young's one of the main people that do it. Oh, yeah, and they just fucking, they, drive, like, just... they get touched, and then they just throw their body they just, up there. They just it, throw their head. technical. They throw their head back after every every single little bit of contact. It's so if, annoying. If, 
And the and the and the leg kick out after a three point shot is my yes. least favorite thing in basketball. Oh, they're yeah. doing, they're doing a better job of policing that this year in college. So. That's been a exactly. lot better. Yeah, they they're figuring that out. But like, here's the thing: like, what's stopping from John Morant carrying the ball every time he picks it up? Well, dude, and people have been doing that for twenty years. No, I know, and yeah. it, it's I mean, Jaw is taking it to the extreme, bro. Well, there is times he will have he will have his hand underneath the ball completely. And have it in his hands for like ha- like a second and a half. Like, how is that not a carry? Yeah, Isaiah Thomas. That is the, the definition Celtics, of a carry. Isaiah Thomas for the Celtics was the first one to do like. Well, he was made up. Maybe not the first one to do like carries, but like he was the one that we're like, oh my god, dude, that. Oh that's yeah, it's just like carry. because like Jaws one. He's probably one of the most athletic people in the league by far. He people, has that first athletic, step. Over, most athletic people in the world. Like he's just he nuts. has that first step over everyone in the NBA, and you're allowing him to carry like that. It's just helping him more. I, I don't know. I don't like. The, I I, yeah. I I hate the carry rule. I do too. But I also think like the NBA, like basketball, is a very like it's not a complicated sport, man. Like there's no, a, there's two no. baskets, you put the ball in it. Like you, you could call your own fouls and it, it would work out. Like well, they want to be able to do not they, work. Don't try to sneak it, that, that in. It, work, it works out. Yeah, at every it would YMCA, not work. Don't try to sneak that in. Don't try to sneak that in like we were agreeing. That would that not would not work, work out. There would, you know there would be bad. Do? There would be bad calls just like there is in every game. But we wouldn't have to hear about it. What is stopping Russell Westbrook from calling just a bullshit three point to win the game? That oh, he's yeah. at the buzzer, at, at the, the buzzer. buzzer? Oh, oh yeah. you're you're so screwed, <laughs> bro. Whoever has a shot at the you're last, you're making good wins. points. I'm just saying, like you, you know when you've been fouled or not. Like you know what I mean. Bro, I yeah, I get that, but people are gonna take so because Jake, you're a competitor. Yeah, but, but but Tom, but Tom, say say if I'm only call, I don't call fouls unless I lose the ball or it's an obvious foul. You know what I mean? You know what they need to but, do. But end of the game, and end of a conference game. In your conference game, you need this game to win. You're down two. You get you you get bumped on a free on a on an easy layup, but you miss it. Oh, foul! Or you even make it. You get bumped just in the slightest yeah. foul. Okay, but okay, yeah, but true. But then that same standard would be set for the other team. You know what I'm saying? The end. The so end of the game would be so insufferable. True, but they already are, man. They already are. Like that's what I'm saying. No. That the, the strike zone wouldn't wouldn't be moving as much. You know what I'm that's saying? Like, fine. but but the end of games would be so insufferable. Not because because you could put it like, hey, these refs suck. It's Instead, every game, foul. every game, every player is like that guy sucks because he's calling that foul on himself. Exactly. So that player is going to get shit on in every locker room. So eventually he'll stop doing. It. But that's not hey, going to stop. Not if they them, win, especially if they're winning. Like not if they win, doing it. Because think about it, Jake. Think you get a whole team of Patrick Beverleys who don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. They're just going to take advantage of every rule possible, and they're going to just, like, form a team, just those little little but, guys that I hate. But don't and they already do that kind of thing, though? Like They don't call their own fouls, no. But they do kind of try to get away with the rule. Like, Patrick Beverly definitely tries to kind of, oh, you know, yeah, skate absolutely. by. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, but that's, that's different that's, than... It's different than guaranteeing yourself free throws. Yeah, it's a because you could just drive in at any time and get two points. Like, I mean, no one would ever like shoot the ball again. You just drive in and go get your foul. And hey, then you, you know, what, you know what they need to do with the revs? The, not the revs. The refs. They need to do like, they need to put them on a set like a salary, but they make commission based off how well they ref a game or versus how like how bad like, you put them like at a forty thousand dollars salary, but if they play, they call they a perfect are. game. I, yeah, I think they get that. They get like commission get bonuses. I'm I don't know sure. if they get commission, but they definitely get. I mean, you don't get well, commission is sales, but like yeah, no, so say like treat like sales job. 
Because I know they, they rank if them they every do year. horrible, if they do horrible, take some I'm, money off their salary. I'm like, a little this bit. is an objective. It's an objective job, though. That's a thing. I'm uh, like 90 well, sure. I know the NFL do does. Something. The NFL has a uh, what's it called? A bonus for the best ref every year. Well, how about this? How about every bad call that they review, every call they they make when they when they review it and say good call or not? If it's a bad call, they take ten dollars off the paycheck every time. Make them call the games more fairly. Angel, and ten dollars ain't changing shit, bro. Angel, All right, how about a hundred dollars? How about a hundred dollars? Angel Hernandez would be paying the MLB at that point. Yeah, well, he deserves to. Someone needs to. Well, I was gonna. Say, I'm not gonna say that. Base, baseball, baseball though, like. It's cut and dry. Like there's a strike zone. There's a you know you're I feel safe like baseball for your would be the best one to do it on because it's. I mean, I mean, it's objective. Yeah, you could you could use a robot to up baseball. Though you couldn't do that with football or basketball. They they have they have robot umpires in AAA officially this year, so it's not. They like, should. It's a good. It's a good idea. I, I think hate they that should idea. hybrid them. I think I think the ref calls it, but you should be able to challenge it with the robot. So they they do that. They've done that in some summer or some winter leagues this year. It works, but it's kind of like so I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest with you. I feel but, like okay. Yeah, but but Calvin, that's the thing is, baseball's biggest thing is is making the games faster. Calvin, am I, it, it, correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, but there's not a single call in baseball that like couldn't be called by a robot. Oh, uh, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know how they would do like outs at the bases. I'm sure there's but, but that's like a way but, to do it, but that would, you could you could pretty much replay every call. Yeah, I mean, and get yeah. it right and get it right. Yeah, but that also just ruins the fun of the game. Like, it, it, like I hate to say it, but like refs missing calls helps everyone. Like at some point. Yeah, but wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it? It would probably increase like viewers though, because you would be like, "This is the purest sport." Like, because there's no refs interrupting it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that's. I mean, you could look at like that's kind of what golf does. They ref yeah. themselves. Yeah. Tennis, yeah. they ref themselves technically. That's true. And I don't watch either of those sports very often, so. I mean, yeah, and you see, I think that's what kind of, I think because that's a, it's that's a solo become sport. Too perfect. What Drew? Yeah. That's a solo sport. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of watching college basketball and seeing a whistle every single possession. Like it's getting, it's getting ridiculous. I just, I don't it, think it wouldn't get better if they called their own fouls. Yeah, because like you got to think like think of Holden Bryant down in the paint. Oh yeah, that okay. You know what? Honestly, dude, I was still kind of on my own side until I thought that. <laughs> that that would Bryant drive me insane. Think of holding Bryant in the paint. He is calling a charging call on you every single time if you make contact with him in the paint. He's also, call. you know how many more fights there would be? Oh that'd my be god, awesome though. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. I love a good fight. Yeah, we need we need more mouses in the palace. We need more mouse in the palace. I bet. No, probably not that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> not that. Not <laughs> that. I take that one back. But I like to see it a good big man fight, like Joel Embiid versus Cat. Oh, got me out of my so seat. much fun. He <laughs> so got me out of my seat when I was watching it. I was like, ben, oh, Simmons, shit. ben Simmons had someone just. It was a oh, cat chokehold. Yeah, he had choke cat hold. a chokehold. That was so, worth the price of fucking league pass by itself. Man, I got me out of my chair. I was like, holy fuck. No, that was awesome. I do remember that. And the best Embiid. part was that Cat Cat's parents are in, in the crowd, and Embiid is like, they, I think they both got ejected. And Embiid was like pointing at him, like it was just the craziest, like the most bold shit you could do. Hey, you know who's not not afraid to throw hands? Serge Ibaka, or oh, no, Jordan no. Clarkson, or Stephen Adams. Jordan Clarkson is squared up on about ten people. In Serge Ibaka. I'm, I'm glad we came to this because, dude, let's talk about Shannon Sharp real quick. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh yeah, hold on. 
I'm I'm about tired of seeing I'm about tired of seeing T Morant. I don't give a fuck about T Morant's. Not I, a I, single fuck. Every time I, I see don't him, give I think a fuck Usher. about him or Dylan Brooks, bro. I think Dylan I Brooks, hate Brooks. <laughs> Dylan Brooks is my least favorite player in the league. I hate Dylan Brooks. All he does is talk. He's not. I mean, he's a good player. You know what I'm wrong. He's a good player. But to be calling Shannon Sharp a pedestrian. Wait, who are you? Bro has never third, made an all-star game. Best, you're the third best player on a team that's I mean, he's, a, he's a good a third, team. He's the third best player on that team. <laughs> Probably. This is an odd. This is an odd argument Drew has because everything he's trying to say is, and he's realizing in his head, oh wait, this, he actually kind of is like pretty good. He's good. He's good, but he's not a good team. But if you compare him to like Shannon Sharp, a pedestrian. I mean, come on! Everybody says things when you're in the heat of an action. I think it's so funny that he called him a pedestrian, like somebody that crosses the street. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, that would be like that would be like things. It's a good it's roast, honestly. Oh, it yeah, is a 100%. great roast. Dude. I'm going to start calling people pedestrians. Yeah, right, you're just yeah, a pedestrian. Yeah. Well, that would be like, well, let me think. That would be like a fucking Foster Moreau calling Travis Kelsey a pedestrian. Who is Foster Moreau, man? The tight end for the Raiders. For the, for the Raiders. That would be like oh, no, that's Foster not his, Moreau. That is not his name, man. It is 100% his it name. Is. The, for the Raiders? Foster, Foster Moreau. That would be like Foster Moreau calling Travis yeah, Kelsey, that, Kelsey a pedestrian. That is correct. Foster Moreau. Who's the guy I'm thinking of then? Darren Not Waller. Him. Darren Waller. No. Max Crosby. Blake Bell. Fabian Moreau. Carl Nassib. Fabian Lomachenko. Oh, yeah. It's not Chaco. It's Lomachenko. Lomachenko. He's got some German and Mexican in him. Wait, what were we just talking about a second ago? Shannon oh, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. So my deal is like, what, what, why is Shannon Sharp at the Lakers game getting in fights anyways? They're like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, well, did I, you see his apology? No, I don't watch his apologies. apology. Was it was a, I watched it. It was a good one. Well, if people, if if a rate, let's let's say actual an actual regular pedestrian did that at a game, he'd be banned from that stadium forever. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But what did he even do though? Like, was he just like? Because people are like, oh, he, he defended LeBron's honor. Like, what? He got it. He got into yeah. it with T. Is he, is he his wife? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, he got into, Steve, him yeah. and Stephen Adams about got into it. I, I, I'll Steven tell you right Adams now. Is, I'll tell you right now. Stephen Adams whooped that ass. Is there is there anybody that wouldn't get their ass kicked by Stephen Adams? So. Is he Embiid, the strongest maybe? guy in the NBA? Embiid. Yeah. Embiid would. I feel like I love Embiid to death. Like he's one of my favorite players. But like I don't feel like. I don't know if he'd be a great fighter, man. Like no, you know people, I mean? they vo- they voted on it. They said Steve Adams is the strongest guy in the league. But even who who else in the league could Nurkic maybe? That could but even his like, arms are not. Have you seen the girth of Steven Adams' arms? Pause, Tom. You can't be using that word. I'm using it. Girth. <laughs> yeah, I'm using the word girth. I'm using it. You seen the girth of his arms? Yeah, he's a girthy boy. He's a girthy boy. Why do you say girth boy. like that? Come on now. Yeah, what are you hating on girth for? You're taking it sexual, Jake. Fuck you. Steven. Well, Steven no one uses the word girth. Yeah. I use it. Nobody uses the word girth. I, it's, it's a good, it's a good way to describe it because each of you knew what I was talking about. Steven, Steven Adams. Is, Adams. No, when you Steven said Adams girth, is just so girthy. He's so girthy. <laughs> and Tom, Tom, as soon as you used the word girth, I thought of a, a penis. Like, I'm so, like, exactly. I'm penis. sorry my mind is not corrupted like yours. But it's, it's also probably true. It's also probably true. Both, most, most people when they hear the word girth they aren't like oh 
I mean, I, I'm sorry, I don't see the sexual thing in everything, Jake. That's God. a gross word. That's a gross word. It's like moist, just a gross word. Girth. Yeah, Steven, girth is just a gross word. Stephen Girth Adams. <laughs> yeah, girth. Just Adams. girthy and moist. How about that? Oh god. What did, what did they used to What did they used to call? Um, that's that's me after I was in the sauna. Oh, Big Baby Davis. Big oh, girth. Big girth Adams. <laughs> he, was, he was girthy. I'll tell you what. That was me oh, after dude, I was in the sauna. You know, you know what they what was that guy's <laughs> yeah. name? Grizzly Grumpy. Adams. Grizzly huh? Adams, right? Isn't it Grizzly Adams in that movie? I don't know who you're talking about, man. Yeah, there's a there, Grizzly Adams. That's definitely a thing. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about yeah, Barry? yeah, Grizzly Adams. That's a thing. Oh, who, who is Grizzly Adams? Why, why, don't, why should I care? Adams? It's like a night. It was like a 1970s like sitcom kind of show, I think. But like they called, called him Grizzly of... Adams. Instead of Grizzly, instead of Grizzly Adams, it's Girthy Adams. Anyways. Oh, oh, the life and times of Grizzly Adams. I don't know yeah. why I always remember that. It's, an, it's a movie. It's a yeah. Speaking of something, movie speaking of something random. You guys see? Are you guys gonna watch the movie Cocaine Bear when it comes out? Oh, um, yes, no, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that, that movie's gonna be so good. Hey, Calvin, 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 Calvin. I need to ask you, how was Puss in Boots? Eight point three. It was it's a good ass movie. Good movie. How, how many? I mean, how how many balls would you give it, Calvin? Thirty six. Thirty six balls. All right. Hey, God. how does that how does that translate rate, into rate, out of ten? Eight point three. Eight point three. Okay, nice. Rate uh rate death as a villain. I'm giving him a ten out of ten. He's a good villain, yeah. He's he's a nine out of ten villain for me. Uh oh, I will say, going to a movie at four thirty in the afternoon is perfect. No one was in there, not a soul. It was literally just me and the person I was with. It's like a yeah, matinee also, baseball game, man. Yeah, yeah literally. I'm gonna start learning how to whistle so I can whistle like him. Drew, can you not whistle? Not very well. Hey, I can't whistle, man. My I can whistle. Name, my middle name is Whistler. And did I you hear whistle. that? I did not. What do y'all do when you want a dog to come you back? Hear that? You? Come here, buddy. You don't. You don't. You don't do one of those. Oh, I always. Yeah, I, I slap. I slap the side of my leg and go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Come here, boo boo. That's, what that's, I that's fucking creepy. If you don't whistle when you're trying to get a dog back to you, that's a little creepy. Well, uh, Jake, I wish I was physically capable of whistling. Come here, girthy boy. Yeah. So y'all do. That's me talking no, to Allie. I just slap the side of my leg. And... Okay. I'm going to post on the Twitter tonight a picture of Allie and say the girthiest girl. <laughs> that will be so... <laughs> so weird with no context. You'll make one of those, uh, those random Twitter accounts like... I don't know. There's a, Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. Like the people yeah. that are like Bob Stoops' visor. Yeah. Wait, why don't we... Why don't we just uh? Why don't we just create a a top ten list of girthiest players in college football? <laughs> oh, I love it. That's we, we gotta to do that. that. Oh, gotta number do that. one. It's I already just... know number one. I don't know his name, but the D lineman for Florida. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Desmond Watson. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that that's, guy's a, awesome. that's a girthy boy. I, I expect an honorable mention to be Laquan McGowan. I don't know. He's not playing obviously anymore, but he deserves it. Oh yeah, girthy. I'm telling you, whatever you, whatever his name is, Dustin Watson. That's a girthy boy. Doug Lawson, who? Who did you? What did you say, Drew? The guy, the Florida guy. Did you call him just oh, Dustin yeah, Watson? Yeah. No, Desmond Watson. Desmond, Desmond Watson. Yeah, I mean he's by far and away number one. There's no doubt. I'm he telling you, looks man. like he looks how like you, that. How do you see that, that episode big? of SpongeBob where Squidward got into the Krabby Patty vault and all of the weight went to his thighs? Who was that? That looks like. Who was that defensive lineman for Tulsa that wore like number ninety nine? That was just like insanely massive. Jackson player? 
Yes, Jackson Player. He's he's girthy. He's, he he's played at Baylor. Player. He played at ba- him yeah. and him and Ika were some girthy boys. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> Dude, I dude, did y'all see Neville Gallimore in the fucking or dude all of number Dallas's... ninety? Uh, it's Carlos Watkins. It's Carlos Watkins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Dude, Dallas Cowboys have some girthy defensive linemen. There's a big Neville Gallimore. That's not that's not their problem. Deep. That's for sure. That's hey, not who, who's who's the girthiest quarterback of all time? Is it is it Jared Lorenzen? Big Ben. Jared Lorenzen was fat. At the oh, end of his... fuck! I forgot about the hefty <laughs> lefty. Um, I loved Ben Roethlisberger. It's got to be Big Ben, man. Big, Big Ben was very girthy. He was so girthy. He <laughs> couldn't move. He was so girthy. Big Why Ben, we weren't. I'm getting Big Ben pound for pound is probably the most uncomfortable. How, how easily we're throwing <laughs> this pound word for pound around. girthiest quarterback in the NFL. We're just throwing this word around. Yeah. We're gonna be confused. You know, you know who I think. You know who I think would be a sneaky good fat quarterback. Like if he got a little bit chubbier, I think he'd be really really good. Max Duggan. Just watch him oh. get a little bit chubby. I think he'd be better. <laughs> Max Duggan is a girthy boy. Yes, just a little bit chubby. What about, what about uh, Kirk Cousins? Because he doesn't have very much pocket press. I mean, he can't really skip the pocket any longer. What about a fat Kirk Cousins? <laughs> yeah, I just don't think that would work. He's too disciplined. he's too disciplined to get fat, you know. Like he's too he's way too he's too he's too not too much he's of a got, good guy. He's got four little girls, man, and one little boy. He's he is way too locked into that. He's not yeah. getting fat. That's a Kirk Kirk Cousins is just a good guy, like just a good guy. You know, I just I wish him. he was good on primetime. Yeah, he's not. So, so if we're if we're talking about the fattest quarterback, who would be like fat fat quarterbacks right now? Yeah, are there? I don't even think there are any left. Everybody's no. on that vegan shit, you know. And everyone's on that fucking. You have to scramble now. Yeah. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold seems like he would be good as a girthy quarterback. Ba- Baker has put some pounds on. Yeah, yeah. Baker, Baker is a girthy. Baker's Baker is a girthy boy. Baker's getting still, a little girthy. Hey, he's still got. He's you know what you know definition sneaky athleticism. Baker Mayfield's a definition of it. Why? Yeah. Uh, because he's he's just fast enough to skate the pocket. Just yeah. fast enough. He's, he's learned. He's started to learn that he can't be without a beard because if he's got, if he does have a beard, his like face is kind of fat. Now. Yeah. Oh, you know who also has gotten really fat? Russell Wilson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. perfect girthy new girthy quarterback coming is Russell Wilson. I'm calling it. He's gonna get big. Yeah. We need another good. We need another good fat. You know, I, I love a good fat center. Like, have you seen that guy that's playing Nancy Bass that tripped over his own feet and threw a dime? Oh, oh, oh we're God, talking basketball. God. I thought we were, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 I love yeah. a good fat center. That's good. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm that's saying, nice. I mean, Jokic, Jokic is a girthy bodies, boy. Man. Jokic is a girthy boy, and he just he throws some insane passes. I mean, you could say Joel's a girthy boy. Yeah, Joel's Joel's kind of just big though. He was his torso. He, he used to be so skinny though. Joel's torso is just so large. <laughs> Giant. James Harden girthy. James Harden's very girthy. James Harden is girthy. Yeah, is. James has lost some weight now, but yeah, he's definitely a girthy boy. He It'll be bad. Is, he, he just got to get to the strip club once, and you'll lose him. And anytime James Harden wants to get traded, he just gets fat. And I just, I love, I love that. Like it, it, well, it that's just... the same shit Charles Barkley oh, hey, did. Yeah. Listen, it's just, it's a shame we didn't mention this guy. We're talking about girthy players. What about what about Mr. Eddie Lacy? Oh, Ooh. the king of the girth. Tom, you cannot be throwing out terms like that. <laughs> king of the girth. The king of the girth. Uh, I remember once anyway. You can't tell me one... I'm wrong in that sentence, though. 
And he has, like, nobody was arguing with you that he's, he's definitely listen, girthy, but you can't, listen, you just, can't be saying he's the fact, the jerks. It's just the fact that he he said, you know, I like the NFL, but I like these. I like this 10-piece McNugget a little more. Trent Richardson was the same way, though. Yeah. Hey, remember when he tried to come back in the XFL and fucking sucked? No, Trent Richardson was playing in Mexico. No, Bro, he Trent Richardson biggest, was playing at the Birmingham. Is he the biggest bust for running back XFL in NFL history? But he wasn't really a bust his first year, though. He was really good. He was really good. And then he went He went to the – he was playing in Mexico, though. Like, not even XFL. He was playing in Mexico. I didn't know Mexico. Yeah, Mexico had nobody knew that. It was, the, it was the first year the XFL came back, like, four or five years ago now, probably. But Completely. I just remember vividly, like, he couldn't score on a one-yard touchdown for four straight plays, and they stopped. No, the yeah, no. Hey, uh, King of the Girth, by the way, <laughs> is Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah. All he wants is a fucking cheeseburger. After uh, he's just he, he he's got drawn mustaches. He you know, I really I hate that a... he's the Chiefs coach because I love that guy and I just cannot stand the Chiefs. Well, uh, McCarthy's pretty uh, girthy. Oh, as he's well. girthy. Oh. Did you see him dancing after we beat the Bucks? He was he was moving. And so, how bad is the Bucks to make Dak Prescott look that good? Well, I don't know, man. The Bucks were like never good this season, so like I don't, I'm I'm not really sure. Yeah. See, I, I mean, they had a losing record. Yeah, I think Tom Dunn. I really do. I he's, I he's retired. Year. I thought he was so done last year. I don't, I, don't, man. I don't think I don't think he's like done. I think like he's gonna be done. Players think that I just don't think he's good anymore. Oh, it's hard. It's hard to say because like I feel like he still has an arm like half the games. I mean, he was he was he threw the ball like sixty times. But he he also he's been throwing. He's like his decision making's been becoming worse. Some of his interceptions, like what in the hell is that? I think a lot of it is also he just has some. He has Mike Evans and some bums, or Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and some bums to throw the ball to. Some of it in the offensive line was horrible, but like man, I mean, uh, there's a certain age where you get where you're just like, I'm not getting hit. I'm just gonna throw it away. (laughs) Like you know, like I'm gonna throw it away really fast. I mean, dude, one hard hit and Tom Brady is dead. It was Don. Was Donovan McNabb? That's everybody in the NFL, though. Unfortunately, what? That's fair. Was Donovan McNabb a little, a little bit girthy? Oh yeah, by the by the time he went to Washington, he was really girthy. He, he was he was awesome, and then he went to the Redskins, our rival. He was awesome for us, and then he went to the Redskins, and he was, I mean, Russell Wilson. Like it was exactly that's kind of exactly what happened with Russ. Yeah, I'm, I'm just speeding out. I'm just speeding out random shit at this point. You remember when uh. When Alfred Morris was a good fantasy. Oh my God, dude, that's actually so funny because I was watching the other night. I don't know why randomly. I was like watching RG three on Twitter, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna pull up some RG three NFL highlights. So like, watched like a five minute clip of a game, and I just forgot that Alfred Morris was a fucking hoss. I mean, I think he was he was a beast. I think you guys are forgetting fantasy goat Arian Foster. Arian Foster was awesome. Wait, I'm, I'm not lying right now. He was Matt Forte. Matt Forte was oh. money. Dude, I used to have – I remember my first oh. fantasy team. I had Matt Forte and Arian Foster. Was awesome. I always drafted Reggie Bush, no matter what. I was just like, we, the magic of USC, it could come back anytime. I will say, I will it say it's the worst year of fantasy I've ever had. But I remember I was, I was so high on Alfred Morris. I said, fifth overall pick. Oh, <laughs> there was like one year where he just like – he he like didn't even really play. And it was just like, yeah. oh, well, he's done. But he was my good draft, for a couple seasons. Worst draft pick ever. Me, me and my my first year I ever did it is with me and my dad, and um, 
with the third overall pick, we decided it was time for the girth, the girth king and Lacey to go off the board. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hey, don't so too bad. Don't feel too bad. My first draft pick ever was Marion Barber. Hey, that is. You guys remember? I remember. It, it wasn't a bad pick, but it was the year after he. It was when Demarco took over. So I. Oh, you, know, yeah, was, yeah. you know who's a you know who's a solid running back is Maurice Jones Drew. Good. No, very good running back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Doug Martin. Legend. Y'all remember Doug Martin? No, oh, yeah. Bucks legend. Doug Martin was good for two weeks the fantasy season, about like forty-five yeah. points, like an insane. Yeah. So I so Drew, do you remember whenever we we uh the very first pick was Holden and uh he had it oh, lined Jared up Aberdarius. He, he had it lined up alphabetical and, and tra- drafted Jared Aberdarius, who was maybe <laughs> maybe on the fifth maybe three on the fifty three man roster, and all of us were like, Oh that, that's crazy, good pick, Holden. And we just kept going. <laughs> he was crying. Yeah, he was so pissed. <laughs> He's like, give me my pick back. Pick? Give me my, I mean, how? How are you going to give your pick back, Colton? You drafted fucking Jared Aberdarius. <laughs> Jared Aberdarius. <laughs> that's really the only reason. his name, Drew. I think it's Jared that's, Aberdarius, that's really, but it's so funny. Literally the only reason I'll ever remember that guy's career is because of Holden Bryant. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think he played more than 20 snaps in the NFL. But he got drafted. that guy in the podcast so badly. He, honestly, he was a really good player at Wisconsin. I remember him being a very good player at Wisconsin. But, like, he was on the, the Packers because it was, like, fan engagement. Like, they wanted they, – like, people from Wisconsin wanted to see him on the Green Bay Packers practice squad. And, like, he'd be there for training, you know, whatever. Like he And, and pulled and picked him number one overall. <laughs> so funny. I, I, I could say possibly there's nobody in the history of the fantasy – history of fantasy football that's ever drafted Jared Everett as number one overall. I don't think there's the only one. Is there is there anyone else that even drafted him? I don't think his dad would have drafted him in fantasy. Even know, picked up. Like his family members even definitely even drafted him at one point. Like it was like you know, Drew. No, pick, he didn't ever play. I either draft like either last pick. I'm either taking Aaron Hernandez or I'm taking Jared Aberdarius if I'm a family member. Why is Aaron Hernandez there? Because it's a meme. Comedic value. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, up and up until like two or three years ago, I always picked Calvin Johnson with my last pick because he was still available for some reason. I think they have a lot of free. Like, I feel I, I feel like I drafted Chad Ochocinco for quite a while. Anyways, that's probably going to be our pod. You guys got anything else want to say? Wrap I don't up. have much other to say. We we talked about well, way. Too I need much. a random. I need a random NFL player from everyone right now. Okay. Yeah. Go. Shay, look, uh, actually, I think that's a really good idea, Tom. Like every time we sign off, let's do that. All right, I got uh, one. We gotta hurry though. Gotta get okay, one. Go, go. Eric Decker. Miles Austin. Brent Selleck. Uh oh, crud. Matt Brock Osweiler. Nice. Yeah, All right. We love you guys, <laughs> listeners. Follow us on socials at three man rush FB. Bye guys. Love you guys. You.